0: What's up, Northsiders? This is Inside the Northside coming to you live from my living room. Uh, we have a very special guest here today. You may know her if you have her on Facebook. If you're from Houston, you definitely know what's up. Uh, you see her everywhere posted. People are posting her pages everywhere. I'm um, very excited to have Grizzy of the Grizzies Hood News on here. Ah! <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Grizzly. Thank
1: you. Thank you, Ulysses. (laughs) Is there a certain way that you like to pronounce?
0: Either way, it doesn't matter. You can call me Ulysses. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, how have you been doing lately with all this stuff that's going on with the COVID and lockdown and and whatnot? you know
1: what? Conventional reporting has gone out the door. A lot Mm -hmm. of news reporters are no longer news reporting. They're doing it from the comfort of their homes. and So, this is like a... Uh, for anybody you know it's your time to shine sometimes during uh, adverse times Mm -hmm. so this is definitely an opportunity for me to stand out because I'm still putting myself kind of out there you know I can report from far away I don't have to go anywhere near I don't know what the fear is so to say Mm -hmm. that these news reporters have but I've noticed a lot of the uh, cameramen are now Taking on that role, I see them interviewing people. I did I, I wasn't aware of that. Mm-hmm. So when I'm going out there, I've got you know different uh, news media outlet cameramen near me, and I'm like, where are the reporters? I made that observation the other night, and they're like, no, we're you know it's COVID. I'm like, wow. So they don't news report anymore, even with the mask and yeah, it's just not happening the way it used to. So this is my time to shine.
0: Yeah, uh, it, it, I did realize that too. They're kind of like, well. I'm going to step up. If if so-and-so wants to be at home, then I'm going to go do my thing and mm-hmm. try to get up there and step on them and try to get up. Yep. So um, so first things first, how did the hood news all start?
1: Oh, man. It was supposed to be all parody, comedy, spoofs. You you know, like, uh, I don't know. For, for those of us that still live in the hood and, you know, you choose to live there, you're okay with everything, all the crazy stuff. You know, mm-hmm. that's just a... Normal to me, so I've seen enough naked people running down my street. I've seen, just like anybody else, you see a lot of crazy car wrecks, people Mm -hmm. smashing in the buildings. You get enough of that of that on your phone that you realize, you know what, man, this is why aren't why aren't we seeing this kind of stuff in the media? Like you know, sometimes people are the first ones to see a crime scene or walk up to some madness you know, it's us, the community, you know, the news media, they pick and choose what they care to talk about. And I'm like, you know, a lot of that stuff on the news. I mean, don't my neighbors want to know what happened three blocks down Mm -hmm. or the missing girl that nobody for some reason, it's only when it's a kid from the suburbs, you know, that comes up missing. That's when we hear about missing child. But every day we have tons of missing kids, you know, and my thing is, I'm like, what about us? So I feel like it's kind of like a voice, it's a platform what I'm offering people to speak and and be heard. So that's pretty Yeah. Much.
0: I I completely uh agree with that. I mean, I live here in Northside and mm-hmm. usually every night I hear gunshots. It's not one, it's four or five yeah. and and sometimes they're close, sometimes they're pretty far and uh, I've had friends come and they're like, "What's that noise?" I, I like gunshots what yeah don't are casual
1: that's like our like i don't know like lights out lights on <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs>
0: so with all that that's that happened so that kind of made you want to be a, a news reporter i guess in the way yeah
1: it just turned serious uh it started with the uh well at first it was all spoofs jokes mm-hmm. oh there was a crackhead you know and like just funny things that would happen like hey good evening folks but with a little wannabes professional sounding tune to it so it was all fun and games until one day i had a a friend from the tejas lowrider movement say mm-hmm. grizzy why don't you use your platform come out with us we're trying to raise money for the um crime stoppers uh reward for uh josue uh, what's his last name i just oh my god
0: Oh my gosh, I'm freaking Oh no, I
1: think I messed up. It's okay, okay. it happens. Uh Josue Flores. Mm-hmm. Okay, so going back to that, I'm so sorry. Yeah, so so it comes back with uh, Josue Flores. They were raising money for his his crime stoppers reward. And I had heard about that story a year before, so I was like, Yeah, yeah and I'm like, wait, so nobody's been caught for that or that kinda of went back into the that story itself It kind of went back into like just, you know, where people just didn't even bring it up anymore. So that raised awareness for me. And, it you know, by sharing it on what was once a comedy page, it just started turning to something real. Like, wow, let's let's try to help this family. Let's raise money for them. It just turned from one story that was serious to another one, to another one. It's just so many things that are left unresolved out here uh, in Houston And especially on the north side. Mm -hmm.
0: And Josue Flores, that's the the little boy that was walking home from school, right? Yes,
1: a beautiful little boy. He was on his way uh, from an after-school program, and he had someone uh, follow him. And eventually, uh, you know, they stabbed him multiple times.
0: I remember that story. It was Mm -hmm. very sad. Very sad. Young boy, taken too soon by some reckless person. Yes. So, um when you started the hood news did you get a lot of support from a lot of people were there a lot of people kind of skeptical and saying grizzy don't do it you know you might get hurt and stuff like that you know
1: i'll tell you this uh strangers will always be more supportive than the ones around us i had a lot of people dismiss me like what is she doing you're too old to be out there like are you serious hey what about your safety or are you crazy what's wrong with you i had a lot of that Why are you running around with the microphone? Girl, you're going to get hurt. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Are you reaching? What's wrong with you? Just a lot of backlash from close friends. Uh, But somewhere in there, I found a bunch of non-friends that became very supportive, that became friends. Sometimes we have to push those negative uh, people out of our way. And, you know, there's a saying by Gucci Mane that says, either you're with me or against me or you're in my way. Well, I moved all those people out of my way and just took in those that want to ride with me. I'm like, and eventually those same people that shot it down are the same ones asking me, hey, can you share this and that? And can you get the word out? So it's just a matter of just letting your friends realize and those around you that didn't support initially see. And it kind of I think it kind of hurts. It would hurt me, I think, if I don't support a friend in in some kind of way like that. And then to see that it works out and somebody, you know, that could have been me being the cheerleader to cheer my friend on. So I think they got to take that loss, you know.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I, I know how you feel. I've had people dismissing the same way, especially about this too, the podcast that I have, you know. Wow. And um, I just, I ignored it and said, hey, look, this is something I want to do. Exactly. I'm very serious about this. And I, I have a bunch of supporters now who, who I don't even know, yeah. you know. And they're cheering me on. And it, it's it's been a great ride knowing that, I have people behind me who I don't even know.
1: Exactly. That's like amazing. And, and that's what's going to fuel you. And, and, I, you know, I'm, I'm loving it. I love to see you do your thing. You know, I encourage everybody because if we don't follow our passions, I mean, you know, you, you get stuck wondering like, what if, man, what if I would have done? You never know where you're going to be in a mm-hmm. few months from now. You never know. So, yeah.
0: So how long have you been doing this? It's been, I think I remember seeing your page maybe about like two, three years ago.
1: You no, know, actually, it's only been one year officially. Two years? Like, no, yeah, I'm going on two years. Okay, yeah, so I, it, I think, it feels so yeah, long. That I thought I, I remember. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's about to go on two years.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, two years. Yeah, sometimes it goes by really fast, and yeah. you're just like, wow, I didn't even notice mm-hmm. that. So along the way, you must have come across a lot of good people, of course. Yeah. Um, and of course, a lot of bad people. Um, has there ever been a a, a time where you We're out in the field and some rude people came up to you and try to start some kind of like mess with you.
1: Mm. Well, that hasn't happened until just recently. You know, the thing is, when I roll up now, a lot of people know me now. People offer me their driveways. Hey, Grizzy, Come on. I get a lot of now. It's like word grizzy. My neighbor uh, just got shot, you know, got to come out here, but don't say it was me. You know, you you Mm -hmm. didn't hear it from me, but you can use my driveway if you want to come on through. I've had a lot of it's always been good, except for one recent one. There was a gentleman who had uh, got shot and one of his best friends walked out and he saw me with the camera, but he didn't know who I was and not realizing that it was his own friends Mm -hmm. that called me out, his own neighbors that called me out saying grizzy i had like 20 notifications for the same incident so i went out there and he's like bitch no no and i'm like I, yeah. I, was, I was about to go live too with it i'm so glad i did not push live and i gave him a minute to walk away you know because at the end of the day i have the right to let people know hey you know maybe not get so close of course i'm not never gonna invade people's privacy or anything like that but hey crazy stuff went down these people are gonna need us to be on the lookout that's always my my main message you know
0: exactly Mm -hmm. like i remember recently um the whole thing at jack in the box i saw that yeah that's very crazy and it i like how you report the hood news and then like the news doesn't get a hold of it till like a day or two later i'm like She's doing good because people need to know about this now, mm-hmm. especially when when it gets to the news and then they try to twist it and stuff yeah. like that. It's better to get it from you cuz you say straight up, you give all the facts and everything that's going on at that Thank moment.
1: Thank you. Yeah, with that uh Jack in the Box incident, it was very unfortunate. We had a young lady. Uh, I don't I don't remember how many months pregnant she was, but she was at you know, she's working mm-hmm. the drive-through. A young man by the name of Eric Vasquez pulls up and this guy He's angry because he doesn't have enough he can't produce enough change or the correct amount at the window so in his words or or the way they're saying that this happened he wanted to scare her Mm -hmm. something in her made her just kind of get away from the window and sure enough he pulled out a gun shot towards her grazed her and then he drove off and but the the crazy part is you know most smart bad guys i don't even think smart bad guys exist anymore back (laughs) in the day a criminal would have just took off dumped a car somewhere and and left alone no this guy continued to ride around i mean he thought no one was going to be looking for him and i see a lot of crazy criminal activity these days it's very disappointing i'm like man what happened to the the old school bad guys you know the ones (laughs) that get away with stuff and oh these guys are just handing it over like here you go here i am very flashy very uh show-off type of guys you know these days
0: young dumb yeah. stupid <laughs> yes
1: so so he got arrested and i i wasn't able to get out there that day but i did share you know hey there was a, a girl that got shot you know she was pregnant and hopefully you know prayers for friendly. heads up everybody be on the lookout and a few days later fox comes out with the the arrest so all i all i did was share the arrest and for some reason i start getting a lot of messages hey you need to take that down. That's a, a, a guy with kids. Blah blah blah. I'm like, well wait a minute, what about the what about the one he shot? You guys are, are protecting this dude. Who's protecting her? Yeah. You don't think she's scared? You don't think her family's embarrassed? And it was just those kind of things, you know. Sometimes I get asked to take down things and I know them. my message is no. No, 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 no. Uh I there's certain stories that sometimes I, I'm like, you know what? I, I I gotta stay away from that one. You know the the kingpin guy mm-hmm. selling dope. I don't want to get into that. You know, it's we have to pick and choose, and, and I'd rather go for where where there's innocent people involved. You know, because there's certain things where we can say, well, that's a choice. Mm-hmm. But that lady, she had no choice as to whether someone was going to shoot her or not. Yeah, you know, she didn't have any say so in that.
0: Very dangerous. Mm-hmm. I, I I know I know where that Jack in a box is. Um, I used to have a coworker that lived over there, but yeah, just. This- yeah. It's not right. I mean, the guy shouldn't have gotten upset like that. I mean, if you don't have enough change, you don't have enough change. Maybe sometimes they they work with you. Hey, yeah, you know, a, here, a, a here you go. Yeah, mm-hmm. here's a here's a taco or something like yeah. that. But that that's crazy. I did see your live video that you posted that people were telling you to take it down because you know he had kids and this and this and that. I mean, don't do something stupid. Yeah. You stupid people get stupid prizes. Don't don't do that. You mm-hmm. know, especially and. I'm glad you didn't back down. No, you, you no. showed some you showed some balls and said, yeah. "Hey, you know, fuck no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna yeah, do that." Yeah, tell
1: Fox to take it down. You come after the hood news girl, but that's just you know a Fox story that I shared. I'm like, yeah. why, why why come after me? Why not tell them? You know, it's it's weird how how society works, and you want to pick on that one person, but I want to show that no, it's not going to happen.
0: So while you're out there do the police kind of know who you are already like when they see you they're like oh there she is
1: yeah yeah i like to promote peace and appreciation for the good law enforcement out there Mm -hmm. so i i you know i try to get the story as correctly as possible without you know uh my own interpretation you know i just try hey folks we don't know an arrest has been made without incident you know and You know, it's like a shout out to everybody. You know, even tow truck drivers get shout outs on the hood news. Yeah. You know, I try to change uh, people's perception because one thing I've learned from doing hood news, not all law enforcement is bad, of course. and, And tow truck drivers and people of service, they're not out to get you the way people would think. I've seen tow truck drivers save lives where some most people I used to think that way auto drug driver oh hell no they're gonna charge me 185 dollars <laughs> just to tow me to three blocks away no actually i've seen a lot of uh, heroes out there
0: that's good that's yeah. good to know the way the media is picturing the police officers and and people that do duty like that um it's very sad yeah. I, it, it really hurts me it breaks my heart because i know there's a lot of great police people out there mm-hmm. and yes there's bad ones but it's sad that they're clumping all the bad ones with the good ones and making them yeah. seem like they're all bad Mm-mm. I have a lot of friends I have family members who are police officers and they're not that you know it, no. you can't you can't um try to excuse someone else's behavior and then say yeah. that hey that's how they all are because yeah, that's not I've right. seen
1: a lot of compassion out there I've seen compassion understanding I've seen a lot a lot of these uh guys in blue they they have family members that might have problems they're more sympathetic like it's just that that perception that I think even the media likes to uh, create that friction amongst people. And, and, you know, yeah, we will have some bad ones. I've seen some crazy stuff. But also I've seen a lot of good guys out there, you know, that just want to get home safely to their kids and to their families.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, mm-hmm. they like I said, you said they have families too. It's it's a job, mm-hmm. but you never know when you go out there that something could happen to them. Yeah. or anything i mean their lives are at risk every time they they walk out of that police vehicle yep so. so when you go out there to say a certain spot that you that somebody uh gave you some info about do you usually get like uh some good um like scoop from like the police or anything like that they're like they know since they you're cool with some of them they're like hey i'm not supposed to tell you this but no you know. that
1: hasn't happened just yet <laughs> but you know they're 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 good sports even just letting me be out there. So I'm nobody runs me off. One I had one incident where a lady cop got on a speaker. I was in the back alleyway of a of a Ross and we had a street racer incident. You know they were circling. I'm I'm about to go get me some grub, and all of a sudden I see just cops H uh, P D units just going around in circles around the parking lot of a uh, Little York and Fifty Nine Shopping Center, and I'm like you know what something's going down. Let me. Let me get out of this driveway, and I kind of went to the back alleyways because I guessed a lot of it's hunches, mm-hmm. and and sure enough, they had pulled over a, a cool sports ride, and there were some young kids in there, and, uh, you know, I, I got out of my car, walked over, saw a dumpster divers, saw the whole scene, <laughs> and I'm getting there, and all of a sudden, a lady comes up on the speaker. Ma'am, do you have – is there something that you need? I'm like, no, ma'am. Okay, then you can go away, please. Can you please uh go back to your car or something? And I'm walking away. I feel kind of like, okay, well, you know, it, whatever. I'm just mm-hmm. going to comply. All of a sudden I hear, hey, are you grizzy with the hood news? And I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> and, you know, they just know. So they let that person know. No, she does street reporting. And, yeah, you know, I'm I'm just unbiased and I'm out there just. It's reporting you know, the hood news. Just, I mean, it. how it that's is. It. Yeah, good, good guys and the bad guys brag about it. I had uh, some kids that were arrested in front of a. a home Depot I think they were some part of a shoplifting ring
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they were so proud that they were on the hood news this' is the craziest thing so <laughs> I guess they made a cameo and they felt good about it I don't know I just felt that it was weird but uh that's my other message to young people you don't you don't have to do bad you know you could choose a different route and if you make a mistake you have a clean slate tomorrow yeah or, you know or starting at the moment you want to start clean you can start at any time uh anywhere in your life you don't have to go down a bad path
0: exactly Mm -hmm. i do notice a lot of the kids like that younger than me um they just i you know i gotta go do this my homie tell me he's got the scoop about this and the doors are locked and you know we can get through and you know you can make a better make better decisions don't make poor decisions because they ultimately can affect your life later down the road you know Mm -hmm. especially when you got a rap sheet that's two miles long and you know Mm -hmm. it it doesn't help you especially when you're trying to get a job and all like that too so um don't do bad things exactly (laughs) so i know recently you went live because you said that somebody had reported your page
1: yes can you give me some more info about that i wish i knew uh i i know uh let me see what was it like three weeks ago perhaps um, well, it, it all I think it all started with this incident. There was a young boy uh, tr- attempting to break into some cars. And there was some clear surveillance video that was sent over to me. And I'm like, okay, every, every uh, thief that comes out on the hood news gets a nickname. So mm-hmm. we've got the Parker Road Porch Bandit. He got arrested. And we've got the uh, Brillo Head Bandit. You know, that was a kid with curly, crazy hair going around attempting to break into luckily for the people though he wasn't breaking into anything actually he was attempting to always i think he was always scared so i'm like you know what i do want to post this i want him to see that we see him and he doesn't have to do that you know and i think i even put that on the post uh you don't have to do this you know you can just you know do something uh uh more creative instead with your time because he gave a scare to an elderly mm-hmm. lady she was all by herself so she sees this fig, this shadow outside her house so I mean that had to be very scary I can't even imagine you know and so a lady reaches out to me she's like you need to take that post down it was the typical I need to take it down I need to take it down kind of thing and I'm like uh let me see she's like we're going to handle him he's a minor so I'm like okay minor let me see what I can do So I I went to her page, and I immediately noticed that she is a minor herself. Like Mm -hmm. She was very young. If not a minor, just a very young adult. I said, that's not your kid. Turns out, long story short, that this girl, uh, 18, 19-year-old girl, was trying to cover up for another kid. And the situation of theirs is very sad one because all the neighbors were contacting me about these kids. Uh, They like to steal and... And I said, but where are the parents? You know, that's the first question I always ask. Where are the parents? All of them are in jail. Oh. So there's four kids, two from one family and two from another family, that these kids had no other choice but to get together because both sets of parents were arrested. So they were in jail. And so the they I guess there was like a ring of people that got locked up and these kids were left to fend for themselves so the 18 year old she's a sassy uh hoochie type little girl i mean with a mean attitude and the the 16 17 year old boy i mean that's what he does like he he steals and so you've got these two other kids that are much smaller and that's a family Mm -hmm. that's so crazy but it's a family of kids just trying to survive and so uh, uh the adult you know of all of them she's just making all these bad choices allowing the boy to go steal and it's i can't even i mean honestly my heart breaks for them because uh you know it's gonna i believe in generational curses where you know if we don't capture or 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 figure out the things that can happen through our parents you know we 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 take on certain things sometimes Mm -hmm. and i already see the the setup for these kids to end up like their parents and I don't want them to, you know, and the thing is that the the streets have gotten them really bad and there's no way to intervene. It's it's sometimes a little bit of helplessness because you don't want to see them go into the system. And uh, I think neighbors were actually uh, working on trying to get CPS, like the Children's Protective Services for those kids, uh, but not sure what was going to happen with that. And I was like, oh, man, this is this is one of those things. So, uh, yeah, the girl reached out to me. And told me all these things, and I think that maybe she could have had something to do with my page getting flagged down because there was a lot of animosity. I mean, this girl was blasting me, and uh, I'm just like, man, this th- this is crazy, and threatening me too. She's like, I'll stab you, just like I guess she was on probation. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'll stab you the way I stabbed that kid. I don't care. And uh, I never reported her page. I think I think she might have reported mine. It was actually flagged for fraud and deception, but. Facebook never gave me a reason why like I, I or they didn't tell me what exactly it was. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't ask people for anything. So what could this have been? So I'm thinking it could be something related to that.
0: Yeah, it sounds like she probably had a hand in it. Yeah. I mean, somebody who gets like that, they I'm just going I'm a I don't Yeah, care, you know,
1: I'm like, I could have reported that that stabbing threat, you know, but but also I get a lot of weird things come to me in messenger too, like people wanting me to uh shout out cuz I do a lot of small business shout outs mm-hmm. you know and, and if they want to pay me i say great you know they're like how much do you charge i'm like just you know give me some gas money just look out for the fuel expense and uh in this case i had a lady offering to uh offering me to pay me to to ask everybody to i guess uh offer them credit what do you call it when the repair services mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, are you kidding, lady? Like, we are in bad times. Who cares about credit? We're just everybody's just trying to make it right now, you know. I'm like credit, and I even told her that I was like, dude, uh, credit repair's out the door. Like, uh, nobody's thinking about. It. Everybody's just trying to be healthy, come out of this crap alive, and and just barely just pay off the utilities. Like, I don't think anybody's right now in a position where if you owe something from, I mean, that I mean, we all want to fix things. We all want to be all right but i don't think that has anything right now for the the, the followers the the hood news peeps
0: exactly yeah because a lot of people don't have jobs a lot of yeah. people have their credit and then to she crap, wants to get know.
1: people she wanted she offered that part of it was like a monthly membership thing i'm like no, nobody's gonna 39 dollars. that will fix your credit by paying off the bill with those 39 dollars.
0: exactly so, yeah, it's, it's just sometimes it's little scams and stuff mm-hmm. like that um What's the craziest thing you've seen out there?
1: Oh, wow. Let me see the craziest thing. The murders. The murders are the craziest ones. The murders uh, that, that people are, are capable of, of ending a life. And, and then also the way they discard the ones they kill. And then the families, the poor families, having to hear this news and then to watch them sometimes process it. Because I've caught a few uh, murders right after they happen, like immediately, like hours later or in that moment. And I get to witness some of that and and watch the family process. You know, they know that I'm there to help and just to watch them not get answers uh, and have ideas of who did it. That's the other part. Uh, We've had uh, people shot, discarded, and burnt on site of uh, a pharmacy. pharmacy. We've had a young lady disappear uh, from Denver Harbor, never to be seen again. But it turns out that her self-defense instructor, who she paid and hired to train her to defend herself, killed her. You
0: know, this, wow, I didn't know about yeah, that. Yeah,
1: Maria Jimenez Rodriguez. That was like the second serious uh, case that I ever started to broadcast about. I'm friends with the family, and uh, I had a, a, a hood news peep. You know, that's what I call my supporters, the hood news peeps. Everybody, like, we all have a role. You know, like, mm-hmm. hey, it's a network of people. So uh, I came up with the hood news peeps because uh, we're all peeps. You mm-hmm. know, we're gonna peep the game. We're gonna peep <laughs> with the scene. So I had a hood news peep reach out to me. And say, Grizzy, we're uh, going to do a candlelight vigil for Maria Jimenez Rodriguez from Denver Harbor. And I said, oh, I remember that case. And it happened a few years ago. A young lady went, was supposed to go to work. And she never went to work. Left the, the daughter with the babysitter. But throughout the day, she was messaging coworkers. Some weird messages that just didn't really sound like her and then and then later when when it's time for her to be home she that person or, or she that her cell phone sends out messages to the family i think somebody's following me uh, blah 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 just like it was like stalling like mm-hmm. messages that just stalled like her appearance like why aren't we seeing you why aren't you here did you like they found out that she didn't go to work coworkers should have told the family hey you know like this is uh not she's not here like you know or you know who, who like in in the i guess in the moment no one's really thinking you know it's just oh okay she's just you know not gonna come in today i guess i i can't even imagine but for looking back at it you know it's like dang nobody saw or noticed that this wasn't right except the family who knows her the best mm-hmm. so yeah it was really crazy uh maria never came home and, and the way that she referred to her daughter was, uh, uh, you know, Des, and that's not how she ever named her daughter, like the little nickname was never yeah. Dez. So it was some weird stuff. Long story short, uh, the family realized that she wasn't going to be home because supposedly there was a text message in there as well saying, hey, there's a some some white guys following me and, and you know, I'll call you when I get a chance. And it was just a bunch of weird messages. So uh the family they they asked uh OnStar, hey, can can you guys tell us where the location of my sister's truck is, my, my, my daughter's truck. It it was just so much stuff going on and they finally uh I guess the police had to go out there first to confirm it in order for the Onstar to release that kind of information. And um yeah, her truck was found a block away, like not too far away from her own home. So there began the, the missing, uh, the case of Maria Jimenez Rodriguez missing. Very, very sad stuff. And uh, she it wasn't until a year later that uh, they were going to announce or they had enough evidence on one of the suspects, which was, was her trainer, Eric Arseneau. And uh, he was from Louisiana, I believe, or something like that. But he was her self-defense trainer. And uh, I remember getting a message and saying hey you know they're they're gonna they want to announce this but they want to wait until after the world series Mm -hmm. and i'm like why why till after the world series and i logged on you know to the county you know to get the information myself i pulled it up i'm also paralegal Mm -hmm. so i pulled up the information i'm like wait this is public information it's like a pocket warrant on this guy and it had details and everything very ugly details and so i'm like no no do you want me to share this you know do you guys want me to share let me know because we're not going to wait till after the world series and that what if he put some what if he killed hurt someone so that's when uh, i made an announcement hey a lot of people doubted but then you know when mainstream media got a hold of it oh it's legit now mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's it's been really uh, crazy that man was living uh, was working in houston lawfully for a whole year I mean, in in this family with no answers, I mean the killer walking around, and and it's just really crazy. It's one of those things where I hope they find him, and that this family gets justice, you know, for for Maria, because I mean, there's that chance she could be alive, mm-hmm. but you know, without catching him, we won't know.
0: Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I did not know about that at yeah. all. I never. I didn't hear about that. Yeah. That's sad. Um something I guess along the same lines of wanting justice and stuff like that Uh, I know you're very familiar with the whole Vanessa Guillen story as well Um, how did that affect you
1: oh man Um, you know I really do believe that my platform was one of the first ones I had a lady reach out to me in Spanish and and, you know I'm bilingual and very proud of it so this lady reached out to me in Spanish and she said can you please share this she's a soldier in Fort Hood this was back in April, I want to say or I don't remember the month but it was like a few days after Vanessa came up missing like almost immediately Houston didn't even really know about it just yet and the lady shared with me the 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 info so I started looking her up and I knew that that was a case locally in Killeen Mm -hmm. like the the news reports out that way in Fort Hood so I'm like oh wow how come we haven't gotten a, a whiff of this this is a Houstonian that's missing this is one of our own So I gathered some pictures together and, uh, you know, started to share and it it started sharing. And then mainstream media, like a month later, you know, disappointingly, a month later, mainstream media locally here in Houston or nationwide also, they get a hold of the story and it just became like, oh, okay, we've got this girl. No, she was missing for a long time already, you know, And, and that's a disappointing thing to me when it comes to missing people unless you're from the suburbs, nobody cares. Mm-hmm. I, or, or it, I don't want to say nobody cares. It doesn't feel like anybody cares.
0: Yeah. It's not, it's not on their radar.
1: Yeah, it's not on the radar. Uh, it's, it's gotta be some kind of a story that, that they think is a attractive, so to say. And, and, you know, we have a lot of missing kids, a lot of missing adults, a lot of missing people in the city. And, and it's very sad. Like, you don't hear about it. But let some kid that ran away from home in the suburbs. Oh, you got ATV. you got the animals out there. you got everybody searching on foot, a helicopter, every which way. But let a kid come up missing here under crazy stressing situation. You know, like she got snatched mm-hmm. and people saw it. And the, you don't even hear about those
0: stories. Yeah, I did. I think that was kind of weird that they reported it a whole month later. I heard about it on on abc and um i was really worried because it was like you know why is why are they not getting answers why are they not looking and then they end up finding um that boy gregory morales yes you know and he'd been missing a whole year
1: yeah and you know mm-hmm. we just had another guy come up dead from there too mm-hmm. just recently so i'm like what's going on like some people would say shut down forehood well i have a brother that's in the military that was in the military he's retired now uh forehood is one of those uh bases that offer a certain type of training you know that they're more specialized in certain whatever it is that they do Mm -hmm. out there but uh to shut it down wouldn't be beneficial but i believe that you got to get all those people out of there and really investigate what's going on because it's going to keep happening. It's already happened again.
0: Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's, it's been a couple of people, more yeah. than a couple of people.
1: Yeah, and just this recent one, that's what I find so shocking that it's still happening. Whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. that's the thing. What's going on?
0: I, uh, From what I remember about the story, I think he was going to report, I think, sexual abuse because he, I guess, was under sexual abuse. And I think he was going to report same thing about Vanessa. And I feel like they were trying to hush him and then just he ended up yeah. disappearing and then he ended up It's very sad. Very like I sad. said, I ha- I have a little cousin who, who is at Fort Head actually right now Aww. and um i it it, just, it it hurts me and it bothers me. He just joined about two years ago mm-hmm. and you know, and that Vanessa could have been my cousin. Yeah. It could have been, you know, your niece, it could have been yeah. anybody's sister, and you know, anybody and it, it it hurt me and affected me, like you said, she's a Houstonian and she, she's also a Latina, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like that's that's our own. We need to kind of speak up, and we need to make it alert. Hey, one of ours is missing. One of ours is you know somebody did something. It's not right. Um, were you able to attend the the march for Vanessa?
1: I did. I did. I I actually uh, joined a few. Uh, there was the the one over there at uh, on the southeast side where they all gathered around that mural.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I forgot the name of the taqueria, but it's over there on the south southeast or south. Houston, it was wonderful. And then I did the march in downtown. Uh, I think uh, that's the biggest video as far as views goes. It had over like 125 thousand views. Wow. Yeah, I had a lot of people live from beginning to end. I mean, I'm on the stage, pointing down, looking at everybody at Discovery Green, and then we marched all the way to City Hall, and that was like the the, the I think one of the biggest videos, uh, live video. Uh, views that I've ever had, you know, because everybody was just so tuned in. It went, like, I had people from other states. I, wow. I even had people from other countries watching. So, yeah, that was a big thing, and, and I'm very thankful that people took the time to be part of it, even if not physically, uh, you know, just there, too, to witness that, to be part of it, uh, you know, even if, especially with COVID, yeah, I think we would have had a bigger demonstration out there.
0: Yeah, um, I was there... You and were. I was there and it it something about that being there at that time and just that vibe and just everything that was going on just was very comforting in a way, mm-hmm. but very tense because yeah. you can tell it, it bothered a lot of people. A lot of people yeah. were one in the same and they were just they wanted they, just, they were just angry mm-hmm. and upset. And, um, you know, I feel like. There could have been a bigger turnout. I feel like it could have. Yes. Especially with, with, with the other marches and protests that we've had recently. Um, yeah, I was a little I,
1: disappointed. And, and I get mad that people use COVID as an excuse. Uh, but that's just me on a personal, I, outside of the hood news. I get it. You know, I understand. But at the same time, people make excuses. like, mm-hmm. And I wish that our culture, our people wouldn't do that. Oh, well, I've got the kids. Oh, well... Uh, you know, we, we we grocery shop the things that the excuses that I was hearing, we'll, well, we'll just watch you from home. I'm like, oh, I'd rather you guys not watch my videos and actually be part of this movement. Uh, we need that. We need people to. I, one thing that I hate, and, and I kind of get I'm grouchy at messenger. One thing that I hate was when people tell me you need to post this to raise awareness for Hispanic people, for Latinos, for for raza. And I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, so th- this is a, an example right here. There was a, a some sort of a arrest out in Port Arthur uh, two weekends ago, and it was just shared to me this past week. And and I'm thinking, okay, why? He says you need to post this. And I'm like, that's not even in, in H-Town. I'm mm-hmm. looking at the uniforms. We know our Houston, uh, you know, HPD uniforms. That's not a HPD. The, the uniform, the, I guess the guys were like in blue with light blue badge uh, patches on their shoulders. Mm-hmm. It was different. I was like, where is this? I said, this is, and when was this? So it happened like weeks ago. And, and what happened is that there's these two officers and they flip over a, a, a man. Somehow the flip might have been... Uh, roughed up, so to say, and his head hits the, the the pavement, and and I'm like, okay, I said, sir, I can't share this because what you're asking me to do is is kind of like instigate some shit. Mm-hmm. You you want uh, can I cuss? Yeah, you can okay, go ahead. Okay. You can go ahead. All right, I'm like, <laughs> you want me to instigate some shit, and and I'm so sorry, but that's not our HPD. Like if you are our HPD, there's been some stuff that that's real controversial, and I've shared that kind of stuff i leave it open to interpretation for people you know Mm -hmm. what do you guys see here you know not so much oh H P D or oh this man What, what do you guys think you know and but but this video that this man wanted me to share i'm like he's like yeah we need to make them aware i said no i said what you need to do you need to be part of these things when we go out if you really want to raise awareness or or whatever you need to be part of these marches These unions, these gatherings, you need to get off your ass instead of sharing a post that's going to just, it weakens us to Mm -hmm. do that kind of stuff. We're just, we're we're instigating something that, a fight that won't be fought. In order to to fight a fight, you got to get your ass up. Mm -hmm. Go show up to these things, these rallies, these, these, these marches, these, these protests, whatever it is, stop making excuses because that's why we're weak, Mm -hmm. you know, in the eyes of others. I, I, I really do feel like sometimes we are seen as, you know, just, oh, okay. Like, we just ride with whatever you throw at
0: so. us. Uh, Latinos are very non-confrontational people. We're kind of just chilled out, you know, kind of like that mm-hmm. a little bit. And I feel like that's kind of our, our, our weak link. Because, you know, we, we don't want no trouble. We don't want to cause any trouble. But when time comes we we don't want to speak up
1: but we we have a lot of of uh keyboard gangsters you know yeah that's the only thing i'm like we're not that peaceful because we like to instigate some crap on 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 social media so why can't we go uh you know raise awareness march fight for the the right things you know that's the thing that we have a lot of that on on social media in the comments of any video really everybody wants to take a a stand there, but not in the flesh.
0: Yeah, I've I've seen some of the comments on your mm-hmm. videos, and I'm like, oh wow, yeah. y'all y'all just trying to start some shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's
1: people that have no compassion, like for the lady that got shot in mm-hmm. the drive-through. Why? Why? Because I shared her GoFundMe as well, because she's she was a lady that has two jobs and she has to uh, provide for her kids, but with the trauma and everything. I don't think I'd be able to go back to work either. I don't they think said it so. was a, a shot in the butt, you know, like a the butt the buttocks. Mm-hmm. That's how they describe it. It was a a graze wound to the booty, and and this poor lady. I mean, I don't think I could go back to work right away. This is just like we don't know, like if somebody might send somebody else to hurt her or finish. You know, like, yeah. We don't know what's going on in her mind. The fear, it's the embarrassment as well. You know, because it's embarrassing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and so. Uh, I'm, I'm just like, you know, these, there was a, a GoFundMe that I shared that belonged to her. And um, a guy said, but why why send her money for a grace wound? You know, I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this guy. Another Hispanic person, we don't lift each other up the way that we should. I
0: think. Yeah, and it's not right. It, it should just be like, hey, we, we need to support each other. You know, and and if it was that guy's sister or his niece or his, his, you know, anybody, he would want, you know, somebody to be like, hey, help her, go fund me. You know, she's going to be out of work for a little bit because it, it's traumatizing. And as, as Latinos, we kind of need to, we need to stop doing that. We need to yeah. start putting each other down and lift each other up because at this moment in time, that's all we really need to do because the way things are going right now in the world, all we need is support right now.
1: Exactly. Especially... When this is the same guy that asked me, Grizzy, to post a missing bike that got stolen from in front of his yard, I'm like, come on now, dude, you live in the hood. you got $1, a <laughs> $1,300 bike out there in your front yard, and you didn't think, like, it's so crazy how people are, you know, mm-hmm. so you want people to have compassion for your missing bike, but you don't have compassion for a lady that got shot in the, in the booty, you know, like. It's just crazy. Yeah. I, yeah it's
0: it's crazy. crazy. So, when you report, um, do you necessarily drive to the certain area or do you usually report in one certain spot? Like, I know you. Oh, I've
1: rode out. If there's enough time, because I, I can go as far as my gas money takes me. Yeah. You know, I have two jobs, and that's the other thing to juggle Hood News and the two jobs. I have two full time jobs. So uh, it's been a little bit slow with my paralegal because I'm a contract paralegal. Mm-hmm. It's been a little bit slow, so I've been able to do more, more, more evening stories. Throughout the day, uh, I rely on the hood news peeps to be my eyes and ears. So yeah. a lot of video footage gets sent in, and uh, but but uh, if if there's something that will allow me to drive from the time I get that notification, hey, something crazy just went down. There's a standoff, 15 cop cars. If I have enough time, I'll make it out there.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um, I noticed you do a lot of your reporting off of um, Homestead and Tidwell.
1: Yes, that's the the hood news uh, central. <laughs> yeah, that's really close to my house. And there's so much foolishness and fuckery that goes on out there that, uh, yeah, I, I just got to <laughs> give it. A, it's Homestead is actually like one of those long roads that goes from like the, you know, it's Like, the demographics Mm -hmm. change along Homestead. Yeah. So, I stay uh, where I'm a Hispanic woman in a predominantly African-American neighborhood. So, that's me. You know, that's my... my, These are my people. This is my my part of Homestead. But Homestead is so long, it can be a little bit of the uh, Hispanic people. You know, it's just... It changes. where Depending on where you're at, Mm -hmm. the demographics change. It can be commercial or residential. Or it can be, you know... Uh, brown or black. You know, it's just how the demographics are laid out in that area. It can go from uh from one freeway to the other. So it changes. Yeah. Yeah. So Homestead is pretty uh, versatile road.
0: Yeah, I actually work off of Homestead. I work oh. for a I work for the Houston Independent School District. Oh. So our building is off of Homestead in Bennington. Oh wow. So sometimes I end up going to that jack in a box that's on Tidwell Homestead or go to the McDonalds mm-hmm. And I, I've seen it. i seen yeah. those crazy people out there, you know, and that, that Walgreens, too. And I I, I know, like, it, it's different. You could be driving down the, the street and see a bunch of houses, and then you see a bunch of dump trucks, and, and I'm like, what? Yeah, just what just happened? It's yeah. Like a,
1: yeah, you're, it, it, the cultures change as you go, like, from light to light. So I, I, I embrace it. I love it, the the trail rides going out there. Mm-hmm. I, I embrace a lot of the the uh, car the car meets that's mm-hmm. i'm real i'm a big fan i might not be a fan of the stupidity that goes along with it mm-hmm. but i'm a big fan of the the slabs the low riders the the muscle cars the the mopars the bikes the atvs that's i love it like i love to see that you
0: know people mm-hmm. just having a good time yeah that's it's always good to to be a part of the uh, um neighborhood activities and stuff like yeah. that um, I know you were out there yesterday at um, at an event. Mm-hmm. How did that go?
1: Um, let me see, let me see, let me see. Which event? I'm trying to. Uh, think.
0: I think the uh, Smoke Shop.
1: Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I uh, do some stuff with the Hustle Town Network. Mm-hmm. Those are my homies, and you know, like uh, I make cameos on Straight Out of Texas. It's a show that comes out on uh, uh, via YouTube and also on uh, Facebook, Instagram. And uh, it's put. It's about putting uh, local and and state artists, you know, out yeah. there. You know, it's like a, a platform for them, especially Hispanic Latinos. So I'm I'm very happy to be part of that. Whenever I'm invited out there, and uh, yesterday, uh, what was it? Friday, I reached out to 97.9 The Box's infamous text. He's mm-hmm. one of our one of my friends and uh, Jessica Jean's, his wife. Very awesome people. They uh, have always been good. And, and, and good friends and supporters of the hood news. So they, they are very awesome people. I owe a lot of that, uh, the the following and stuff is to them initially. You know, they were uh, awesome to, to introduce people to me and, and what I'm doing. So I, I, I'm very thankful. So I reached out to Tex, and I'm like, hey, uh, homie, uh, what you guys got going on? Because Saturday kind of cleared up for me. Mm-hmm. So so he told me, yeah, you should go out to the uh, smoking the smoking glass lounge, you know, they're going to be having a wake and bake, wake and break mm-hmm. car meet out there. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so I looked it up and then I realized Baby Bash was going to be out there. Slim Thug. Uh, let me see. Uh, what's his name? Be Someone was out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, That Boy T. Just a lot of different uh, uh, Houston people, like notable Houstonian figures were are out there. So I was very, very happy to go and just take in that scene and be part of it and see seeing that. And in in the the awesome feeling was them recognizing the Hood News. That was cool. Yes, I thought that was so cool.
0: Um, Did you get to meet Baby Bash and something?
1: Actually, uh, yeah, I met him last year uh, at the Day of Unity Fest. There was a a festival out in Houston off of Navigation. I met him there. Very nice guy. Introduced myself. Hey, I'm Grizzy. I do the Hood News and. A year later, he still remembered who I was. so I oh, thought wow! So that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, really nice guy. Very humble. I mean, he he reps that H town, uh, and and just really cool person, you know. Very uh, uh just down to earth. Yeah. I mean, the dude was up there on the on the stage doing a performing in Chan class, you know. So I <laughs> love it. You can wear flip flops. Oh yeah, man. Down to earth guy. Very nice, and he loves his city.
0: Yeah. Uh, I know he hangs around with Paul Wall a lot. Yes,
1: Paul Wall's awesome. He is so nice, too. I love have,
0: him. You've met him before, too, i Yeah, I'm yeah, guessing, he yeah. came
1: out on one of my Hood News videos. It a quick cameo on at the day of Vanessa Guillen's uh, march out there. At oh, yeah, City he was Hall. in the car. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah I was just, hey, Paul Wall's your girl. Grizzly, like, what's <laughs> the other news? And he's, he's just new. and Yeah, very, very
0: Yeah, nice Paul guy. Wall's a really nice guy. I met him uh, a few times. Yes. My, I have a cousin of mine. He's really cool. With uh, Paul Wall yeah. and Baby Bash, they they hang out sometimes oh, and stuff like awesome. that. Mm-hmm. He um he has a motorcycle club, the Gruosetos. I don't know if you've heard of them. Who Baby Bash? No, uh, my cousin. Oh, okay. He's no. the um the him the head MC motorcycle guy uh, leader. The Grosetos, yeah. Oh, I like that. I like yeah. the name. That's cool. Yeah, he um that's his club. His they do a lot of good things for Houston. They help out with the community. Um, during Thanksgiving, and Christmas, they do like toy drives and food drives and stuff like that. Awesome. So. Uh, sometimes I try to put out there for my cousin, you know, because he, he wants to help the community. He's part of Northside. You know, We, yeah. me and my family, we've all grown up in Northside. This is our home, and that's why I, I chose to pick that name inside the Northside because yeah. I, I, wanna re- I want people to know where I'm from, and I like repping where I'm, you know, yeah. where I'm at. So... Um, so that went pretty well. That's good. Um, do you ever get like hit up from other businesses that, like, hey, can you come out here and do a little cameo and stuff like that, I've too? I've got a
1: lot of attorneys reaching out lately. And I really? think It's because I have a traffic segment. Oh, okay. So in- personal injury attorneys are probably interested in partnering up. And I'm interested, too. I just need them to reach out you know, and be a little persistent because sometimes with the time and everything, I don't have a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And I don't want people. I've had a Aranda's Bakery reach out you know, say, hey. Can you help us get the word out because your platform is pretty big and 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 you have an audience that we service really Mm -hmm. like the area. And I was like, yeah. So they shared with me a a drive that they were doing to donate, uh, you know, bread and and sanitation supplies to people. Um, I have one big one coming up. I would love to announce, but I can't just yet. But that's that's a big one for me. I was like, wow, okay, you guys reached out. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. So I'm very excited. A lot of uh, uh to me though, the ones that mean the most are the local businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to give that young entrepreneur a push. You know, I mean, let me try out uh, whatever it is. You know, you can hook me up with some of that. I'll give you a shout <laughs> out. I got you. I do bartering. I'm big on bartering systems, so yeah, hook me up with some gas money, whatever, and I got you, I'll put it out there, and my shout-outs do pretty well, like if I, and food drives, uh, uh, you know, just business shout-outs, people see, you know, it's it's networking people, oh, I didn't know that was here, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just a, a question of just for people to realize that there's this awesome business that provides people with this, or this, or that, you know, and it's just about getting the word out there maybe things that people didn't know
0: yeah exactly i'm i'm big on supporting local businesses exactly. and local shops and all that that's all I, that's all i like to do especially wherever it is if it's in over there up at a homestead if it's yeah. in the heights if it's off of 290 i it's local i like supporting my it's, my uh, homies and yes. houstonians because that's what we need mm-hmm. especially since you know everybody went through uh, harvey couple three years ago and a lot of people are still rebuilding and they're trying to get back to where they were and i know a lot of people that their businesses got messed up and and i just wanted to help out you know especially now too with with covid yeah. it's even a lot worse i mean yeah. people are closing that probably won't ever open up again because it, it's affected them pretty hard yeah so i i try to support you know i'll order local you know t-shirts i don't know if you've heard of white cup entertainment
1: never but I'll, i will definitely be looking out
0: <laughs> they're a, a local um t-shirt shop and they they um they make t-shirts all houstonian stuff um they got um uh, Batman with the slab. They have, what? you know, Catwoman, you know, Strip. It, 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 they do a lot of Houston uh, Houston stuff, uh-huh. you know, superheroes, Star Wars, and stuff like that. But they, they put them repping Houston because, you know, that's where we're from. Small little business, but you can order from them, and they'll be here within a couple of days. So I, I like ordering from I them. I like
1: that. I'm going to have to check them out. You said White Cup. I'm typing it. Yeah, in White Cup now. Entertainment. Oh, there they go. Boom. Oh. Also, you know, I know we're filming this on a different day that it will actually air today. What's today's date?
0: I think oh, today's right. the 30th or 29th. Or
1: yeah, 30th. today's August the 30th. Today is Houston's 184th birthday. Wow. I yes. totally forgot about. Happy the- birthday, H-Town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yeah, 184 years uh, that we've been established as a city.
0: That's crazy, and it's gone by so fast. I mean, some people are just like, I just remember it, like, how you're... That's that's a long time ago. (laughs) Uh Uh But, yeah. um, So, you said that you wanted to start your own podcast as well. Tell me more about that. Yeah,
1: but I I don't know. Like, how do you put all this crazy madness into a podcast? That's the only thing. At first, I wanted to do a uh, true crime, Mm -hmm. you know, because I just... I get better... Like accounts or, or, or I can tell the story with a lot more details than in some of these, uh, you know, other venues that share a story. Like if you see true crime somewhere on YouTube or, or on a show, I can get just as much information as some of those informative shows. So uh, but but the thing is, with a lot of these, these are pending investigations, so mm-hmm. I can't really just. Share a lot of information, so I'm thinking, what can I do that would be of the hood news turned into a podcast? So I'm still kind of working on that. Uh COVID slowed it down because I was going to just jump into the the uh, the murder. You mm-hmm. know, I wanted to have a a, a murder uh, podcast type of thing. You know, but I thought about it some more. I'm like, man, it's going to be dark. You know, some of that energy we don't need. Some of that energy yeah. sometimes it's, it would be too dark. And so, yeah, there's a podcast I like following. It's called Murder City. Mm-hmm. But I haven't, I don't know whatever happened with, uh, I guess, them continuing on and stuff.
0: Yeah, sometimes we tend to want to take breaks. Because with me, I do my shows every, I record every Friday and I upload every Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, And sometimes we just need a break. Mm-hmm. I, I actually took a whole month off. Oh, to, wow. Because I, I was doing everything from October to june i believe and i ha- i do my my episodes in season so i had a season one and i did season two and i decided i need a break i need a whole month off and even then i didn't take a break because i, I did a special episode for vanessa i was pre-recording for some stuff but yeah sometimes people don't post because they need breaks and stuff like that because you know mm-hmm. it, it gets tiring you do it and you don't want to get burnt out because yeah. this is your passion and um I get
1: I get days like that with the hood news like today and uh, maybe yesterday. Like there's there's weekends where I'm just like, I just want to just chill because right now I'm operating alone. So Mm -hmm. my baby brother, I just made his name is Edmundo. I just made him an admin and he's like, dang, bro, your your shit's popping all day long. I'm like, yeah, he's like three o'clock in the morning. We're getting these messages. I'm like, yep, I get a lot of pictures of dead bodies pictures of, of crime scenes uh, fresh without the coverings and the wrapping still I get a lot of uh, people that happen to pass by as a, you know bodies being put on a stretcher or a person or accidents mm-hmm. I've had all kinds of crazy pictures come my way
0: I've witnessed something like that before uh, mm-hmm. I was coming home from the south side and uh, I noticed that they had blocked off a certain part of 45. And uh, I haven't told this story yet, so this is kind of fresh, but this happened... Exclusive. um, Exclusive. Uh (laughs) This happened, I think, uh, a week or two before the Super Bowl. Wow. So, I'm driving, and I started noticing that uh, HPD and um, the uh, ambulance have it cut off this one part. So, we're driving pretty slow, and I start looking, because you know how we we do here in Houston. We're we're very nosy, and we... What's Mm -hmm. going on? You know, slow down traffic. Well, I'm driving, and I notice, and I, I... okay i'm like okay there's dead body but i see body parts just spread out and uh, yeah a whole leg whole leg just right there on on the on the on the freeway and i was wow. it kind of traumatized me a little bit because i had never seen anything like that before and i was kind of shook for a while
1: what happened was it like i a don't know
0: wreck? i think it was like a motorcycle accident or oh something like that gosh. but yeah the the person i guess whose leg that was didn't survive, i guess so wow i didn't hear anything more about it in the news so i guess it was just kind of hush hush mm-hmm. you know so i really do hope that you get to start one because you know it would be nice to have something out there too you know hood news wise mm-hmm. and trying to do a podcast and stuff like that Thank um you. so i've noticed that we know grizzy as grizzy the hood news but we don't know grizzy castillo Uh as her so i kind of want to get to know you a little bit more and our listeners in out there especially people from houston who don't really know you that well so are you originally from here
1: born and raised h-town baby <laughs> <laughs>
0: where'd you go to school actually
1: macarthur high school that's my alma mater that's where i graduated from yeah
0: nice mm. nice um i see you in u of h on there too
1: yes i got a baby coog my daughter's 20 years old and uh she's a u of h she's a coog yeah, oh, nice. tra- after this she'll be transferring to u of h in clear lake uh, so she can finish her uh, teaching, she's going to get a teacher's. Team. Oh,
0: nice! She's going to yeah. be a teacher. That's great, yeah, yeah. great. You is that your only child, or do you yeah, have any that's more? That's
1: my one and only. Okay,
0: yeah. cool. Shout out, shout out to Grizzy's Grizzy's little little uh, Madeline, Madeline. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So MacArthur, um, what year did you graduate from? Nineteen ninety-seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. When we still <laughs> had
1: mixtapes and swish a house and all that good stuff. Must have been
0: must have been a really bang up time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, do you have any local uh, favorite food uh, restaurants that you like to go to uh,
1: the jalapeño but but they relocated I just I was in the middle of a hood news guy was getting arrested in the parking lot of mi tienda off of little york in 59 and I turned to my left or no it was my right and I'm like what happened to the El jalapeño you know all these nice little like hole in the wall type restaurants mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on I guess they, I was told that they relocated, but they went all the way out to the suburbs. I'm like, wait, you guys wow. are supposed—they're in Humble now, and it, Humble is becoming hood too. Don't mm-hmm. get me, don't get it twisted, but it's further out. I'm like, why? I mean, they had great, you know, customers and stuff here. You know, uh, very, really sad. So that—that's no longer my place. I, I don't really have a place right now. I'm looking for that one spot. I do have a Azteca Taco House off of a hopper in uh 59 that's a pretty good if you want the best tacos ever out there they have all the selections of meat like even birria uh barbacoa uh you know salsa verde taco oh my gosh just so much stuff is good it's really good
0: so that's, do you I'm have taco any- chick <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. me too at for some reason for us latinos i was like well, i need tacos it's just that moment where yeah. we just have to have tacos and you
1: can have them for breakfast or dinner or like taco is like a universal type of meal you know exactly yeah.
0: exactly i like uh i like tacos too the one taco place that i have that i go to it's right off of here off of fulton pattinson it's a um, taco naso
1: oh that one's good Ooh, yes, that,
0: yes. That, my, my parents have been going there for a long time and i go there on the weekends if i have some friends of mine and we're i didn't we're, even know, you know that
1: they were there is it like a little green bus
0: no okay, um this one's different yeah this one's different it's kind of near like a tire shop okay okay so like if you're going down fulton um you're like following the rail you'll oh, see on your yeah. right hand side
1: aren't they known for their quesadillas too yes yes dude. Aww. so good they're, they're yeah.
0: so good um like i said the, the consistency every time i go it can yes. be years and then like it's gonna it's the have same. that flavor yep i've had a lot of friends i've turned them on to them and yeah. they live in the south side and we live southeast <laughs> you know, and i'm like you guys can't come out here all the time for this yeah, you're gonna waste your money good. on the tacos yeah. and the gas uh-huh. but yeah those, those are my favorite tacos um sports you follow any sports
1: i love sports uh just but here we go fire bill o'brien I'm a Texans fan. I love the Texans. I don't know what's going on. I think they need to put some of these hood boys in there to play the the game, you know, and uh, I I love the Texans. I've flown out of town knowing that maybe it's not the best outcome for our team that no taking that chance and still enjoying the Texans game. I'm a, I'm a ride or die fan. I just want to see some other things. I think uh, COVID just threw in a different wrench as well uh, to the sport we had a lot of political mm-hmm. problems going I, I I enjoy fantasy football leagues. That's how I win in my heart, you know, mm-hmm. it through my fantasy football. I I, I feel uh, I've, I've won some championships, you know. I get down with the, that's where I really get my wins. But, you know, I, I love supporting the Texans. I, I love all things H-Town. I love our Rockets. It's another one of my favorite teams. The Stros. like, I'm all about H-Town. I would like to see some different things, though, for our, our beautiful Texans. I mean, I love our team. And when we win, oh my gosh, just like the best of feelings, yeah. What about
0: yeah. you? I'm a huge sports sports fan. Uh, you might get a little upset. No, nah, uh, don't tell <laughs> so, me
1: you're a Cowboys fan. Oh no, okay. I no. Hey yo, what the
0: fuck? <laughs> no, that's not me at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I used to be ride or die Texans fans, but I know you can you can understand yeah. over the years just constantly just making the playoffs and losing the second round mm-hmm. and. Being AFC, it's, it kind of yeah. gets boring after a while. And then with the whole thing with Bill O'Brien and people getting injured. And now he's
1: the GM, too. It's not just yeah. that, that happened at the turn of the, 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 the new year. I'm like, ooh.
0: Yeah, I... I, I follow that because I listen to um, ESPN Radio. We have yeah. a state a station here in Houston, and I'm always following and listening to them. And they just they follow the whole thing with Bill O'Brien, in, and it just cracks me up, but it makes me sad too. I'm like, we deserve better. I yeah, mean, we do. Knowing our history with the Oilers, and and their, them being so close to so things, and then they end up leaving, and then we end up getting the Texans, and then the Texans are kind of mediocre for a while, and then now they're coming up. And then now they're just kind of like declining little by yeah. little. Um, so I recently left the Texans to go to the Eagles.
1: Ooh, Eagles fan. Who's that? <laughs> who's that quarterback? Is it still Aaron? Uh, what was his name? Who's the Eagles quarterback? Carson
0: Wentz. Oh, okay, that's yeah, who we Carson Wentz. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, I think you're probably uh, thinking of uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Yeah, he's no, he's no, with that, Green that's Bay. That's the Green Bay. No, no, yeah,
1: no, we had another one, a little blonde kid. I watched the game with the Eagles. And the the defense they they fought for that one quarterback like mm-hmm. somebody like kind of pushed them around and stuff and I saw the whole defensive line uh, just come after the guys I was like wow <laughs> I, I, I like the Eagles I can I can respect that
0: yeah so yeah. I've got a lot of flack for it because you know like you're not you don't ride or die for Houston and, oh. you know don't come back crying when when we win the Super Bowl I, I told people straight up hey look if they win i'm happy for them yeah. that's my you know that's my hometown team good good for them good vibes no bad vibes but i gotta call you on your bs when i see it you yeah know?
1: i live vicariously through my i get my wins from my fantasy football league <laughs> that's mm-hmm. just, that's how i do i root for all teams at the end of the day because there's money involved in some of this stuff too oh yeah i, I want to see like everybody win exactly
0: yeah um rockets hometown team yeah um i've gone to a couple games here and there not as many as i want to but i, I enjoy watching the rockets win and just it, it's exciting and it's yeah. fun and then of course houston astros i'm all about the houston astros yes, i astros. love going to the games mm-hmm. um if you need to find me then you can find me at minute Maid. all right, all right. <laughs> like yeah. where's he at uh he's probably at minute Maid. not right now but yeah um what'd i go you, to a lot of games
1: what do you think about this new team the the new football team though um
0: which the the uh, roughnecks that. yes what do you I think i thought they them? were really good i really yeah. wanted to go out to a game and then covid, COVID. was like er, nope yeah <laughs>
1: yeah i heard that they were winning they were doing good so.
0: yeah we were i think they were undefeated
1: so are they like all the way out now or
0: well, um, The Rock bought them. He bought the XFL, and I think he's going to be coming back next year with the season. So I think the XFL is going to continue next year. Nice. So okay. good for him. I mean, he, he's a very good businessman, yeah. and he loves football. He used to play for the Miami Hurricanes, mm-hmm. you know, and I can see that he 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 loves it and he's like i want this to continue so good for him he's a great guy great actor too yeah you know you especially even him in the 90s can you smell what the rock is cooking yes, and all that good guy good guy um of course the dynamo too you know yeah. I, I haven't been to a dynamo game me but, neither
1: yeah that is like religious like mm-hmm. those, i i've heard those yeah. games like man we got all our hispanic people out there it's just Man, it it gets like you get that otherworldly feel, like like you're not even in Houston, like you're in Barcelona somewhere yeah. in a some stadium. You know, it's yeah. really. I've heard that the vibe.
0: Is yeah, it, it gets pretty loud. Whenever yeah. I I head over there to East Downtown, those little area with the yeah. bars, and I can hear them, and I'm like, wow, man, why yeah. didn't I go? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've got
1: to try that out. Get that off your bucket list.
0: Um, of course, the dash. You know, our, our female soccer team. They they've been doing pretty good yeah. lately good for them um i i just love sports i, I love watching baseball football basketball that's just my thing mm-hmm. um i i try to get my friends into it most of them are just kind of like i just want to drink and i was like no drink and watch the game with you me watch the game. Yeah. <laughs> i have not tried fantasy football i've been you getting you try to get into it but some of my friends are they're like Well, you might not like it but you might yeah I was you like, might
1: yeah. i mean because you're if you if you like your your sports you know mm-hmm. Uh, you know who who works. You know, like your quarterback, and you're gonna get all that, all those guys. You can trade them out. Uh, a lot of rookies come into play. This is their time to shine. You know, on 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 that kind of a uh, uh, outlet. You know, the, the uh, fantasy football.
0: Exactly. I think the only kind of fantasy football type is when I play Madden, uh, and you you do your little league and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: that's awesome.
0: Now, Grizzy, I want to ask you a little something serious. With everything that's been going on with these riots and events and marches, um, where do you stand on all of this?
1: I say march on. I say march on, but we have to be smart. I was out there during the George Floyd, you know, because I'm I'm Mm -hmm. here to rip everybody. Like anybody that lives in the hood, I'm here to rip. Yeah. You know, I I am a strong Hispanic woman, but I'm also neighbors with African-American people and, and the the. Brave white folks that still live in the hood, you know, because the hood is everybody. Mm-hmm. Anybody that still lives in the hood, because they want to or because they have no choice, we're gonna ride together. You know, that's my mentality about things. So when the whole George Floyd thing broke out, I wanted to take the hood news peeps out there with me. You know, I wanted them to see, and I was out there. That's that was another one of the big videos I made. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I got to see some of the destruction. They got to see people. Uh, destroy a car and a guy with his little girl on his shoulders saying wait wait we, we need to get in our car please let us go i got to see people messing up a medical building uh, with rocks and whatever they could find i got to see some of that destruction i also saw law enforcement just being patient letting people just mm-hmm. but i also saw props set out for people to to i, I don't know where these things came from but there were i feel like some of these things were staged for for to entice people to want to launch like where do you get this pile of bricks from or rocks from i saw that i've got it on my video mm-hmm. fire extinguishers laid out you know and 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 forklifts with keys in them and stuff you know it's just yeah that's very yeah. that's
0: very um it's very weird yeah. um I've seen some of the videos. Um, I actually was doing it. I was actually doing a podcast episode while those videos were coming up on on um, ABC 13's page, mm-hmm. and um, for me, I necessarily don't. I, I didn't agree with them. Like I guess destroying and everything because, one, I feel like we're we're hurting our own people in a way. And I understand a lot of people are 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 mad and scared and upset, but I don't think destroying our own Exactly. City is helping. I seen people destroy cop cars. People get hit in the face with uh, bricks and, and um, wrenches and, and stuff like that, and destroying buildings and in downtown. It, it hurt me because it was like, guys, come on, we're, yes, we, we're Houstonians. See. We stand together. Yeah. You know, we shouldn't be we're doing that to our cities. And I do know that I think Chief Acevedo said that some of the people weren't from here, yep. so they were the ones kind of. I did starting see, all that.
1: Like I don't know. I, I just can't even pinpoint it, but I saw. I saw like even going back and watching some of the videos, I saw where we were being coached. Hey guys, not this way, let's go this way. Some random chick, you know, like I don't know, like you Houstonians, we identify each other. Mm-hmm. You know a Houstonian what what regardless of the color of this Houstonian, you'll know an H Town person. And and whoever this person was, she's like, not that way, they've got tear gas. And I'm like I don't see anybody out there. What are they? But people followed wherever this chick was guiding them to go. There were I really believe that someone, some organization, or something was staging and allowing people like kind of coaching mm-hmm. how this needed to happen, how this needed to go down. You you guys are gonna throw these rocks. You guys are gonna go this way, not that way. You guys are gonna yell, and and it's quiet. Let me start yelling so mm-hmm. you guys can yell i've got video footage of 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 people that didn't even i don't know i don't want to say that don't look like they belong but just very i felt like some of that was staged and and then the the ones like us out there just you know trying to stand for the cause some people would go for it you know Mm -hmm. it's like a trap like the first night i was out there was a friday and uh i saw a lot of destruction that day i feel like there were two crowds the daytime crowd and then there was that nighttime crowd that was more younger people, rowdy, but I feel like they were easier to manipulate if mm-hmm. that was the case. You know, yeah. there were a lot of younger people impressionable, willing to, to ride out. They had to throw these rocks, you know, it was, it was crazy. So I got to witness some of that madness.
0: Yeah. I, I saw a lot of, I guess, quote unquote friends go out there at the nighttime and they were just taking pictures and just screaming and, um, uh, spray painting buildings and wow. just you know and and like i said it it, it hurt because it's like come on guys this is our city you shouldn't be we shouldn't be doing this i understand a lot of things you know you're hurting people are upset people are mad about what happened but destroying your own home is not gonna help you know especially when you feel like these things are staged to to uh, entice this. Um, this riot and, and yeah. this anger and this hate, you know, it, 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 it didn't sit well with me. And a lot of those people that went out there for that protest didn't show up for Vanessa's, which mm. kind of made me even more upset because it's like, okay, you guys are wanting for um, you know, racial uh, equality and you, you guys want things to get better but here's a Houstonian also and a Latina and a very young person who lost her life defending this country and you guys are nowhere to be seen. Yeah. You know, and it, it, it really kind of left an impressionable mark on me thinking, wow, maybe you guys are picking sides and what, you know, mm-hmm. what you want to believe and what you want to stand for. Yeah. And it, it's not right. As, as Houstonians, we all need to stand together. Like I said, you know, that's, this is our home. These are our people. We need to look out for one another. Yeah. So, um, what was I going to ask you? You went to school, favorite foods, stuff like that um uh, is there a certain type of i guess do you have like certain hobbies i mean that you do that not a lot of people like like at the hood news don't know like do you have um like side projects or hood like I'm hobbies I'm the
1: plant lady i'm the plant lady and i feed stray dogs i'm the dog lady too I have, <laughs> I have a bag of dog food i pull over and just hook up all the dogs i just feel like that's a problem too I, i've been wanting to do a segment on on all the dogs out there, just I'm I'm a fur mama, you know. I, I love my dog, and and there's no way, like if I don't know, I don't know how people just dump their dogs. Like man's best friend. I mean, their dogs love us unconditionally. When when other people may not, you know. Like it's just to me, it's just crazy. It's a loyalty thing. How can we turn our backs on on those those animals that love us so much? I just can't even picture how people. I saw something like that the other day. A lady in a Jeep Cherokee. A white Jeep Cherokee dumping the dog on homestead and the poor dog was just trying to catch up to her and she kept slowing down and yelling for it to stay. And I'm just like, Did she just dump her dog here? Right here in broad daylight? And the poor dog she drove fast. I mean she drove off. And that poor dog's just running behind the car. So yeah, I just hate seeing that. That's I have a I also have tons of plants. I'm mm-hmm. a plant lady. I've got over ooh, like over two hundred potted plants in wow. my on uh, my porch i have two tables out there it's it's crazy Uh, i'm a plant hoarder i love plants i don't know something's wrong with me but i I mean they're all over it's it's i I don't i can't even i don't have a porch anymore it's like a plant
0: like a like a like when you go to um the garden district and stuff like that it's kind of like that yeah it's something (laughs) there's a
1: few spaces to sit down but I mean, it's kind of cool. My daughter's like, "Mom, this is awesome," but I think it's turned into like a hoarder situation with the the plants. They love it. The plants, uh, they, uh, they're uh, prospering back there. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah.
0: Um, type of movies. What kind of movies do you like watching?
1: I just watched one. You know, I, with the hood news and everything lately, I haven't had a lot of opportunities to watch TV. I just I hear TV, mm-hmm. but I'm always on the go, so like I'll get a movie. I never get to really sit down and watch one, but I made myself do that with the tax collector. Okay. That's a Hispanic mostly Hispanic uh produced film. Uh it's got Shia LaBeau. How do you say Shia LaBeouf? Shia LaBeouf. Mm-hmm. He plays a, a role too. A lot of people were angry that they casted a, a white man to play the role or oh, actually I think he's Jewish or something. They they cast they they cast this guy to play the role of a Hispanic guy, but Actually, I would say that's flattering that, uh, you know, white guys willing to play the role of a Hispanic person. Mm -hmm. There's two ways to see everything. Uh, That movie was definitely well put, uh, very action packed. And and I would watch it again. It was good. It was worth the money that I spent to, you know, download Mm -hmm. it, whatever.
0: Yeah, I heard about that. I I seen the the whole little controversy. Uh, He went dedicated. He tattooed himself, actually, his whole chest and he played the part and. I mean who are we just that maybe he doesn't have a little Latino in him, yeah, you know? I mean who can play yeah, a Latino that well and, might and be not that have son, you know? <laughs> you never know. But yeah, I, I've been wanting to see that, so I I can see that's a good recommendation to see. Mm-hmm. Um, music. So I know you you're from Houston, of course, uh, yes. you what do you listen to to DJ Screw and everybody Corrinos, on that?
1: I, I listen to everything. I like opera music, I like symphony music, jazz, uh rock, dark metal. I like uh, country. So being from H Town, we're blessed up like that. You yeah, know, we like, have a lot of different. Yeah, things. I can jam to screw, swish a house, you know, then go to Ramona Ayala, you know, or, or drink it up to Corridos, you know, just Cadetes de Linares, you know, it, it just varies. Like, mm-hmm. I think it just depends on my mood. Uh, when I'm hood and using it up, though, uh, it's kind of weird. I do a lot of techno and house and EDM mm-hmm. type music. Uh <laughs> it's crazy Uh, a lot of uh, H-Town rap too you know you gotta represent yeah yeah
0: (laughs) do you do you get to go to like do you go to concerts and stuff like that when you have the chance sometimes I've been to a
1: few concerts uh, Dave Unity Fest I I like festivals Mm -hmm. you know where we're able to walk around Uh, I I miss those times honestly like that's one of the few things that I really do enjoy uh, is actually going to like uh, uh, places and watching a performance and stuff it's It's sad that we don't
0: have that anymore. Yeah, we used to have two festivals. We used to have this one called um, Free Press Summer Fest. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. And um, that got canceled. I think it got bought out by somebody. But the problem they had is it was always in June and it would always rain out. Yeah, Yeah. So they ended up moving it to March, which I, I got to go. And then ended up being the last time. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That was fun. I I got to um, see some of my friends who play in bands and stuff like that and meet cool people. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another one's for Day for Night. They used to have in like this warehouse and they used to have just all kinds of alternative music and stuff like that. They don't have that anymore because it was from the same company. So now we're left without a a music festival. And it's kind of a bummer for a lot of us people who are kind of in that scene because. That's what we like to do. We like to spend two, three hundred dollars yes. to go to a three day festival and yeah. see new bands and hear our favorite band and meet new people and stuff like that. So it, it's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. I actually had a friend of mine who is in the music scene on a episode last week, and he was telling me that we're um, they're trying to save the live music venues because those are very at risk right now. Yeah, they are. They were saying about ninety percent of. Live music venues in Austin might shut down.
1: Wow, and that's a tragedy for Austin because that is what they are known for—South mm-hmm. by Southwest, all those kind of things. Wow, that's just horrible. Yeah, it, it,
0: it's really, it's really sad. Ooh. That's how they make their income. That's their yeah, money, you know. Yeah. And um, I think Congress is trying to pass a bill to save these music venues from wow. getting shut down because you know they're they're local places, you know, that host local bands, and they're a part of our culture and. We know we need that. So, mm-hmm. speaking of Austin, have you been to Austin before?
1: Ooh, it's been a long time. I haven't been to Austin since like two thousand three. I want to say. Oh wow, that's yeah, a that's a, a long yeah, me time. Too. I need to get out there. I need to get
0: out there. Yeah, it, it's fun. I recently well, I didn't go to Austin. I went to San Marcos because I have some family out there. But when I do go, I do go visit Austin, and I, I like going and um, checking out the the food and the, the culture, music, and yeah. going to Sixth Street, and you know, having a, a couple drinks here and there. Um, I went. I'm gonna say about two years ago. I saw um, Los Lobos and Los Lonely Boys All out right, there. Yeah. It was it was for like it was like a weekend Lonely trip.
1: Boys, I like them.
0: Yeah, they're 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 my band. Yeah. Um, but Los yeah, Carnales,
1: you like them? Yes.
0: Um, yeah. my cousin's really cool with, with a lot of the guys, yeah. and I think a, my dad has a, a coworker who who plays in the band too. Okay. My dad works for Centerpoint, so, okay. uh, shout out to Centerpoint <laughs> out <laughs> and to Los Centerpoint. Cornales. Yeah
1: los cardinales i love them i saw them at the house of blues i also have friends with i'm friends with uh mad mexicans Mm -hmm. i don't know if you ever heard them no i have not yeah that's
0: awesome awesome um what do you what is your what's your favorite drink what you like to drink Mm. it could be soft drink could be yeah um, you know i'm big on
1: the dr peppers but uh i think uh at my 41 years of age i think that uh I can't be drinking sodas anymore. They just don't. Yeah. yeah, they just don't. I don't know. There's a point in our lives where stuff is actually, like you start feeling the repercussions. I used to be a little bit of a pot smoker. I miss pot. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and uh, uh, whatever. I mean, you know. Yeah. Whenever, uh, you know, I want to feel good, I drink me a Michelob, uh, what is that, prickly pear? Mm-hmm. Some kind of drink. But with the whole COVID thing, you know, I'm just, these days I just, stay home and i don't drink very much like i used to and like i guess the older you get it's just
0: you kind of like, wise up yeah, to it yeah you know. yeah no yeah. me being a little younger work i'm kind of getting almost to there i kind of feel that a little bit you know I, i'm 27 and i'm kind of like i don't feel like drinking today i just want to relax and watch some tv there and, you go you know yeah, cuddle up and yeah. eat some taco bell or something that's right, that's right. <laughs> um uh what was it uh, if you could go back in time and meet your younger self and give your younger self some advice. What would you give them?
1: You are fierce. You just don't know it. Everything that happened to you growing up, you will overcome it. You have a chance to to change the course of your life and not based on your past. Go forward and, and, and even though you don't get the love... Or, or the family connection that you always wanted you will find friendships and and meaningful people that will give you those that support that will give you that love that's what I would tell myself you oh. know I, I come from a very 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 uh crazy upbringing you know my mom mm-hmm. was a uh, from San Benito Texas you know from but originally the family from Monterrey and then you've got my dad who's this Panamanian man so they kind of meshed. Uh, But but the thing is that my dad was 27 and my mom was, I think, 16. So Mm -hmm. in in nowadays standards, that would have been very taboo. My dad would have been all over Facebook. You know, it would have been like he would have been a monster. But back then, I guess that was more acceptable. I don't know. But my mom was not ready for me. You Mm -hmm. know, it's taken me years to understand. Um, You know, I was incarcerated as well. You know, there's a lot of a lot of background to why i can do the hood news and not worry for my safety and i you know I'm, I'm a hood girl like all the way you know I'm, and i choose to stay i have a i'm one of those stories where i was you know brought up in the system very bad circumstances you know all kinds of things you know like uh th- but those things are irrelevant today but those were things that pointed me towards the wrong directions the streets got me the streets mm-hmm where where I felt no love at home or acceptance or 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 I felt rejection the streets took me you know they're like hey you need money we're going to teach you how to make money you need this we're going to teach you how to do this oh okay and you know all these things I found myself on the other side of the law you know cuz I was studying criminal justice mm-hmm. you know at 19 I was going to U of H downtown and and i just found myself soon though as a, as a single mom and very much struggling i had to leave school and all these things and 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 i didn't have a lot of support for my family i was always shunned anyways because of the the relationship of my mom and dad you know it's just her not being ready you know, mm-hmm. to have kids you know you've got a baby having babies so long story short i found myself uh in the system you know mm-hmm. and and for years I was just like, Man, I, I, I when I get out I'm going to to do something different because this is not how I want I, I, I did time. Like I actually did prison time and, and I did time with people that were innocent or that really deserved to be in there forever more. Throw away the key, don't look back, you know, they're mm-hmm. monsters, all kinds of stuff. You know, you meet all kinds of people, but I actually met people who I truly believe to this day and I hope to one day have some kind of platform that can help them. Uh, there's people in the system that are innocent, mm-hmm. you know, and they will never see the light of day unless somebody helps them. So I have gotten to see all those things. I got out. I, I believe that everybody can rewrite the course of their, 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 the story of their life. I didn't have to, I saw that once I got out, I didn't have to go back in. Mm -hmm. that's a choice people make a choice you want to go back in that's an excuse you know oh i can't do yes you can i'm working for a badass company i i am a paralegal as well i have two good sources of income i'm a taxpayer i own property you know i'm putting my daughter through college uh you know i i have a platform that helps the community you know i'm I'm a, a person in the community helping others and and, and I share these stories to try to inspire other people. You know, that's why people sometimes say, oh, what you're doing is snitching. And, no, 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 no homie. Say, hey, look out. I like to tell them, I've been there. I wish somebody would have intervened a lot sooner and I wouldn't have had to do some of the time that I did. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, the system allows you to get slap on the wrist, slap on the wrist, slap on the wrist. These kids aren't going to learn, yeah. especially when you've got adults enabling them, you know, some in my case, I didn't have enablers, but it was a lot of, oh, look at, oh, young lady. Oh, look at Porosita. Oh, we're going to give you another probation. We'll give you probation again. We'll reinstate it. We'll reinstate it. It turned into something to where I was out of control, and, and, and I actually got myself a lot of time. I wish I would have been just clipped right there and in there, you know, learned a lesson instead of getting all these chances and after chances after chances. Uh But, you know, it is what has brought me to where I am today. You know, I talked to uh, somebody that's interested in partnering up and they were asking me about all these things. I'm like, I'm so open about my experience. I want to share that with the younger people. Like, you know, and and for people who have never been locked up, because there's people who have never had any kind of uh, adversary, adversary things happen to them. Or adversities whatever uh there's people that have perfect legs arms hands physical that nothing's stopping them no or nor nor backgrounds mm-hmm. and and they don't want to excel in their lives or they feel like that's it i'm like no there's more for you i always tell people you have the world in your hands you don't have kids you don't have a background why are you sad like you have everything whether you realize it or not you don't have an x on your back and, and even if you do you're not physically impaired like you can make a way I started off peeling shrimp for a restaurant and, and but it was a, a, a an honest living and I put myself in school I was like and I, I went to culinary school too then I started working for uh, uh the Houston racket club and for for nice uh country clubs you mm-hmm. know exclusive hotels cooking and 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 you know that was my craft for a long time but then I'm like you know I want the holidays off. You know, I don't want to work at nights. I don't want to work uh, where I don't see my daughter anymore. I've been away from her for so long. So I put myself through school, studied law, you know, like finished all those credits that I had before. I found myself in all that trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, I applied those, finished at HCC, became a paralegal, started working for law firms. And then one day I was like, you know what? I'm ready for something else. And now I work for a huge company and uh it's really nice i I think uh it's wonderful they've given me the opportunity and and just based on all those things i i have like a good job with benefits with the 401k i have those options but we have to start somewhere and i'm there to tell people it's not going to be easy the first you know couple years yeah you're gonna have your put your head down a little bow down a little bit but at the end of the day man it's so worth it because you are fighting for it and it's yours, you know. You mm-hmm. just gotta take it. So success is it's there for anybody. They just gotta take it.
0: Exactly. Know? So you've been very blessed. Yes, that, that's very good. much blessed. That's mm-hmm. good. So this is the part of the show where I pick these questions. It's called Answer the Internet. I don't know if oh. I might I don't know if I might get sued for this. I don't know. Who knows? So I'm gonna pick five random questions. Okay, they could be dirty, they could be clean, or whatever. It. Yes, <laughs> I love it. And we'll see about that. I've been—I just something started recently. So, okay. uh Who's more badass, James Bond or Jason Bourne?
1: Oh man, Jason, my boy, Jason Bourne. <laughs> I'm, a, uh, I'm from the Bourne Identity type. In time, Those are some so. pretty good movies back yeah, in the day. So, what would you say?
0: Uh, me personally I guess I have to say James Bond he's more yeah, of an icon yeah. he, he, he's not really the nitty gritty dirty kind of no, like he's so dirt clean. on his hands but yeah. he's so clean but yeah, you know some people like that yeah he's
1: a smooth operator for
0: sure <laughs> um, would you rather be 50, 15 or 50 for the rest of your life
1: oh man why is that one? <laughs> Ooh. Oh my gosh a botox 50 i'll do it I'll, a botox yeah, 50 yeah Bo- botox injected 50
0: yeah um <laughs> i guess i would have to say fi- i would have to be 15 you want to be 15 some people think i'm 18 already uh, so i just take a couple extra yeah, i'll you, be fine you, you've got
1: that baby face <laughs> how old are you
0: i'm 27 oh okay so i try to keep my youth looking yeah you're looking good <laughs> if you could have one person or, uh, or do a pay, play-by-play of you having sex, who would it be?
1: A play-by-play me having sex with somebody?
0: Yes, or a, a person narrating. You know, like when Morgan Freeman narrates a documentary. <laughs> oh, like, who would you have narrate oh, or do, like, a play-by-play for you?
1: Well, hell, that one's crazy. <laughs> Hold on. Oh my gosh that's wild that's a wild question a play by play of my sex life by narrated by somebody hold on hold on. jeez The it's a howard stern howard What's stern narrated it yeah, yeah. to throw that wild card in there yeah, yeah
0: he He's, he's got a very popular TV show. He yeah. does his little talk shows. I mean, that's been going on yeah. for a long time. He'll
1: he'll be brutally honest. <laughs> brutally honest.
0: <laughs> um, I probably would have to do a play-by-play because uh-huh. I I mean I'm kind of play-by-play already. So I'm like hey, I'm just letting you know what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> looks like just like football. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, if you could have sex with any celebrity, but you'd have to make a sex tape with them, that would go viral. Would you do it?
1: yeah that's mm. the fun grizzy would say ah screw it let's do it but you know what though no, i wouldn't be able to <laughs> i don't think i would yeah. either. i
0: mean especially with my platforms it's like wait uh-huh. wait he did that <laughs>
1: yeah good news gone wild
0: um okay how many is that That's four one more mm-hmm. when you know you're not supposed to be looking at someone's boobs does it make it harder not to look that it happened kind of to a me today. Question, I had a but... girlfriend
1: come up to my car earlier. She was wearing a very low cut shirt. Mm-hmm. So, uh yeah, it does. It does make it hard. Yeah. She, I, they were there. And I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> pretending they're not
0: there. I'm like, hey, girl. Yeah. It, it kind of sometimes, I feel like women do it purposely. I know they probably don't, but I feel like some of them do when they're just mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm up here. And it's like, well, I mean, not really, but. <laughs> yeah. You're like, Chi Christ. <laughs> yeah. So we did that. Um, since we got that out of the way i have another segment it's called unpopular opinions so pretty much i will ask i'll I'll put up on facebook i've been doing this for quite a while i'll put up unpopular opinions and um for one example i put that pineapple belongs on pizza and a lot of people got Got on my case about that.
1: I mean, it's optional. I enjoy pineapple and pizza, but it does not belong there.
0: And <laughs> my cousin was like, "I don't even want it in my tacos." And I was like,
1: "You have you? that in your tacos?"
0: <laughs> yeah, when they do, um, I think it's bastard. Oh, they'll yeah. put it. They'll put the pineapple in there and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So we had um, my cousin. He was he's kind of like a little mini chef, and he um, kind of barbecued for my my tia's birthday. Mm-hmm. So, he was grilling and asking orders, and he had barbacoa, he had um, fajita, he had chicken, he had el pastor, and he had pineapple. And I'm like, why are you putting pineapple in it? And it's just like, it goes with it. You know, if you go to the taco trucks and they cut it, it it's what goes with it. Yeah. But that's one of my popular opinions. But right. um, I'm going to start with one. I have a bunch of them written down. Um, Let me find one for... uh okay i have one um i don't know if you would believe this is an unpopular opinion but i did ask this in a future episode that will be coming out soon so look out for that one guys um unpopular opinion is guys should be able to show their emotions and not have to apologize for it
1: guys like yes like men well i'm gonna just say it this way there are a lot of men Lately, I see complaining all the time, all the time. Not you. I'm not saying you. <laughs> or, but we have a new breed of man. And it's a social media thing. You know, I think sometimes we just need a disconnect from social media for a couple of days. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but I see a lot of guys bitching and ranting about disloyalty, friendships, like dry hating, dropping lugs, uh, slugs and all that other stuff towards friends. I see a lot of guys that whine. Like even even artists like rap artists when they want people to support their movement. Th- I I did a blast video the other day. I'm like, hey, you guys want people to support you guys? The the, the guys that haven't made it. This is these mm-hmm. are the guys that I'm talking about. The ones that push the mixtapes. And I'm like, you guys want people to support you, but who do you support? Yeah. Like you guys aren't back scratching. You you know like part of the fan base thing to me is to also give love right back. Like give and receive give and receive give and receive like that's the way it works but some of these guys and and i think it's in general too and, and like a lot of people want support for whatever it is that they're doing but you've got to support you can't it can't be narcissistic
0: you know? yes exactly yeah you 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 kind of have to go out there mm-hmm. and um, put yourself out there, scratch other people's back. For example, same here. Like I have my podcast platform, and you have your yeah. your um, Facebook platform that you use for the good news. You know, I'm scratching your back; you're scratching mine. Yes. We're helping out each yep. other. You know, we're both local, and mm-hmm. we want to support each other and yeah. excel and and make our mm-hmm. make our platforms known out there. So, yeah, kind of. I, I see you know a I lot see of people, people
1: that yeah, and I see the guys complaining, and and I, at first I used to say, yeah, why don't we support the the people mourn like but the thing is we do but sometimes they're so selfish you know yeah. they're so narcissistic like what do you do back what do you give back like what and and I mentioned something I go I go raw on my Facebook page my personal page mm-hmm. on my social media like my personal stuff like I like to school people like hey you know like instead of this this and this maybe you should try this, this and, and and you know a lot of the great people that have made it big and, and their fan bases is because they give back some of themselves to the people. Like, you, feel, there's a connection, you know, and I think that that matters a lot. So that's one thing. I've been seeing a lot of guys bitching men, mostly. Uh, I've seen a lot of uh, guys complain about the baby mamas. And I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute, is this happening where the woman is the new man and the man is the woman now? I don't know. Something's gone where our guys, our homies are turning soft, you know, like we're just some of those nice qualities that guys had once, like the reservation to keep quiet, blah, blah, blah. You know, don't, I see guys pouring out their emotions these days. A lot of that. So I'm like, what happened? Must be the hormones. Yeah. (laughs) I'm telling you there's something up, man. Estrogen Um, in the air. Yeah.
0: So do you have an unpopular opinion that um, some people don't agree with, but you believe that it's, you know, it's unpopular.
1: Hmm. Um, i don't vote straight tickets (laughs) you kind of go yeah i vote for who i feel is qualified you know i don't vote sometimes i I, there's been times when i won't vote for my own person you know my own race you know because i'm like wait a minute this person was here already for a long time they ain't done shit yeah Uh, exactly somebody knew a chance uh yeah i i get that way uh i i uh i get a lot of uh there was some times like during the George Floyd stuff, you know, everybody's like, "But you guys support your kind too," and I'm like, "I do," but but I I also support the human race, you know. It's exactly. Like, yeah. I get that that might be one, but but I always encourage my people, like, okay, come on out and 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 don't just sit there and tell me about me. What about you guys? You guys are sitting on your ass, you know. Like, yeah. Get up! Let's go. Go do you something. Know? Like, we you don't know. have to destroy anything. We don't have to get ourselves arrested. We don't have we we can show power in numbers though. Exactly. Yeah.
0: I feel like a lot of people do, do that. They they kind of cry and whine and complain. Well why nobody go ahead go and do it yourself, you know. Um I have a lot of coworkers, they do talk a lot of trash about, you know, the stuff like this and, and you know, they're black and I was like, Okay, I, I get from your point of view guys, but if you don't like something and you want it changed, you have to go out there and do it yourself. Mm-hmm. I understand y'all are a little bit older. You know, you might not have that spunk you did 20, 30 years ago, but you guys are elders and you know a lot more. Then go out there and, and use your voice and, and be um, a light yeah. and an example to the younger generation and, you know, these kids that you think that they shouldn't be going through um, these certain situations, you know, getting locked up or getting shot and stuff like that. If you wanted to change, you should you should go out there yourself and you know, help them, you know. Mm-hmm. Be an example. So th- that's kind of a good, that's a good and unpopular opinion. Um, I have one more. All right. And then we'll go to our, our next couple of segments. Uh, uh, I don't know if you play video games or, I mean, you might a little bit. Uh, yeah. Red Dead uh,
1: Redemption is one of my favorite.
0: Uh, I know you. You might have played a little bit Nintendo back in yeah. the day. A little bit. Uh, I'm gonna say Luigi is better than, than Mario. That's my unpopular opinion. No, 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 no! no. <laughs> Mario rocks. I Where'd think you get that from. I just think he's so very he's in overrated the- yeah. in a way, and they don't really shine the light on his little brother. Yeah. But I mean, that's my unpopular opinion. I might get some flack for that, oh but it's goodness. fine. Come wow. at me. Yeah. No. <laughs> throw it off what happened this is <laughs> all going great it went out the <laughs> door <laughs> all right so um the next uh segment i have in this show it's called what are you listening to? so pretty much it's called what are you listening to i know i asked you this question earlier in the episode but what are you listening to is your time to tell me the new music you have discovered it could be something old it could be something new you listened to last week two three years ago You know something that I don't know about, or your listeners haven't known about. You know, like I said, this is all about getting to know you. So, like you said, you knew. You know, you listen to all kinds of different music. So, kind of shine a light on what's new you've been listening to. Well, it's not so
1: much new. It's like the new. Like I'm revisiting the '80s. I'm kind of that's where I'm at right now. So it, it might be like a renaissance for me, so to say. But I've been listening to a lot of the '80s music uh let me see what what exactly uh uh there's a new fields by uh tom dooley i've been listening to a lot of just different stuff Mm -hmm. yeah just i've been revisiting a lot of like 80s music stuff like that
0: yeah and the 80s kind of came back like about maybe like 10 years ago something like that Mm -hmm. i remember in high school that was kind of like the big thing that was kind of being revisiting Mm -hmm. um now, up recently, from 2010 to last year, everybody was about the 90s. Yeah. You know, now everybody's about the, the, the early 2000s, and it, it's, it's kind of making yeah. me feel old, because oh, no. I grew up in the 2000s. Yeah. yeah, I grew a little bit up in the 90s, but yeah. the 2000s were my my um, my yeah. growing, my, my childhood years, and I remember, like, like Britney Spears yeah. and Backstreet Boys mm-hmm. and, and and all this stuff, and a lot of these kids. I have um, younger cousins of mine, my cousin's kids, they always ask me, um, Uli, what, what was the 90s like? I was like, I don't know. I can't tell you. I was like, I was born in 93. I was only, I remember maybe a couple things when I was like five or six. But yeah. I know more about the 2000s than I do about the 90s. Yeah. So I I, I find that kind of funny. But yeah, I, um, I've been revisiting the 80s somewhat sometimes me too. too. It, it, they have some great music. It's just yeah. All over the place: R and B, um, techno, yeah. pop, rock, soul, all, all that. So the '80s were a really yeah, good time I'm into for music. Duran
1: Duran right now, it's like I I didn't listen to the '80s music for a long time, and and now I'm just like, okay, come on, Eileen, you know, I'm just mm-hmm. jamming all these different songs, and and it's just like, wow, we were more artistic back then. I don't know something something yeah like more genuine, more I don't know more musical. You know, it's like more less less of the technology i guess and, and it was more about art you know
0: yeah like, you didn't have ipads and yeah. um, internet and stuff like that to help you Even write us the a
1: lyrics song. were more artistic more poetic you know like, more personal like, yeah yeah way more personal so i'm into that right now
0: that's that's good yeah i enjoy some 80s some 70s music some yeah. 90s i'm um, i'm a musician so right. i um i try to dip my feet into everything okay. um i am done you I play guitar and I play bass okay. and I do, do do singing at my church too. So I kind of, I kind of help out like and stuff that. like that. I've been a musician. I've been playing since I was 10. Okay. I've been in a couple bands here and there. We've done a couple shows, but um, recently I left a band about two years ago, maybe about okay. two, two, three years ago. And I, me being a musician, I like, I love being on stage. That's where I'm supposed to be. I enjoy the spotlight. I enjoy people watching me play. Well, I couldn't find a band. So I looked around for a little bit, went to some stuff that I like. I like comic books. I like, you know, movies like that. We have a convention here uh, called Comic Palooza. I love comic. And I-, I go there every year. So, you know, I'm, I'm just chilling there. And that's when I-, I noticed people doing podcasting, but I didn't know what it was before. So I was like, well, what are they doing over there? And uh, a friend of mine was like, oh, they're doing podcasts. I was like, what's a podcast? And he told me, and I was like, hmm, that's interesting so i went on my day didn't think about it till like a year later and then uh, all of a sudden i was like i want to start one i don't have a band anymore but i feel like this might be something i might be interested in long story short here i am you doing my podcast awesome. so it's, it's it'll be a year um in october okay. so I'm, I'm pretty excited for that i have a, a anniversary episode in mind so so we talked about what are you listening to we talked about answer the internet we got all these questions um now it is shout out time grizzy this is your time to shout out anybody you want you want to shout out your page you want to shout out local business? anything you got right now
1: man shout out to the hood news peeps i love you guys so much i love the hood news peeps i love the the fire stations the the hpd that roll roll up and say hey why are you everywhere? Like, it seems like you're everywhere. How do you do that? You know, it's like a mystery. People don't understand the little system I have to get to these stories. Uh, shout out to all the April O'Neil uh, comparisons, you know, from the Ninja yeah. Turtles. I think it's hilarious. Uh, shout out to to uh, everyone that, that plays a part with the hood news. You know, even the bad guys, you know, I hope they figure out what they're really destined for. You know, the, the good stuff that they're meant to be uh, doing out there instead of the bad Mm -hmm. Uh, shout out to the the moms the dads that reach out to me hey this happened to my child uh shout out to everybody that shares videos photos that wipe the lens you know to send clear crisp pictures you know shout out to everybody it's a community thing you know really at the end of the day so my shout outs to everyone
0: all right since um you have that time too can you plug in your um your podcast uh, your podcast your instagram page your facebook page so um okay. our po- inside Northsiders can find out where you are
1: yes the page is called grizzy g-r-i-z-z-y it says, it's uh grizzy's with a S hood news uh, h-o-o-d-n-e-w-s and uh you can find me at Grizzies hood news on instagram as well uh let me see I don't. I have a website. We're working on it. I have my baby brother now mm-hmm. on board. He didn't realize how big it had gotten, and uh, we're gonna be working on that. I don't do the uh, what do you call that? Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot to keep yeah, up. Yeah, uh, Twitter's, a, Twitter's a lot. Yeah, it is. It's a lot to keep up with. I'm working on the YouTube as well. I'm gonna be partnering up with a uh, uh, different people, uh, notable people here in the city. We're doing little projects here and there. So, oh, shout out to Mister McKinney uh he is a awesome houston historian he has the uh houston uh history bus Uh, he provides tours and stuff and every i I advise everybody go out there just check out his page uh lots of uh information that makes you know that i think that everybody should know the history of our city you know like this guy can literally like a wealth of knowledge he can tell you about every corner every building in h-town it's impressive I'm like, dude, you're like a like a grail for Houston, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, I know who Mr. McKinney is. Yeah. Um, my uh, my girlfriend's uh, uncle. I he he works with him, uh, yeah. Christopher Varela. Okay. And he works with Mr. McKinney. He's done. He's been on his show before. I think he's supposed to be on his nice. show in a couple of weeks. Um, he's also uh, part of the Houston uh, Historical Committee. Yes. So he works yes. with them, and he, he's very, very knowledgeable yes. about the same. He's the same way he'll tell you about certain buildings, certain places, yeah. holding the walls. He also does haunted tours. Yes. So if you like a little bit of scary, not just on Halloween, but kind of maybe on your day off or something like that, he, uh, Christopher Varela uh, haunted tours. He will do them 365 just not during hurricanes or raining or snow yeah. but he will uh, he has three different tours if you're wow. interested one's kind of like a simple tour they'll go to certain places another one is he'll take you to graveyards and Ooh. you can see you know uh, tombstones scary stuff like that and the third one is a very popular one where they go to um, downtown and they go to like some of the oldest bars in Houston and they'll drink and he'll tell them about the history of the bars Ooh. and you might see some a little something from the corner of your eye you never know when you go out there he's experienced some stuff like that but yeah shout out to him um also man um like i said if you're looking for haunted tours look him up christopher la haunted tours if you're ever interested in Greasy, let me know i can hook you up yeah. with that so um rizzy it's been great having you on the show Thank i you. appreciate you coming out here i appreciate what you do for this city you are such you you're pretty much an icon already oh, i mean no, people no, no. look up to you you make such a huge impact in in our thank community you. in our co- city and thank you for that thank i you. i you, you put an artist on the map thank out you. there so you. i appreciate it Yuli. <laughs> yeah. so all right guys this has been inside the north side with grizzy from the grizzy hood news yes,
1: i'm part of the inside the now <laughs>
0: um check out this episode when it comes out tomorrow guys keep an eye out for um this week's episode with a miha culture gonna be a great show so as i always say god bless have a great day stay safe mask up and we'll see you later